Episode 69, Don't Be Lazy, Do Video in Funnels. I'm your host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, and today we hear Dr. Chad Wolner's perspective. Join 2017 Podcast Awards nominated host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, as he gets a rarely seen look into the specialties of all types of doctors and guests, plus marketing, travel tips, struggles, goals, and relationship advice. Let's hear a doctor's perspective. Are you ready for a triple threat of video marketing tips, tricks, Facebook marketing, messenger? We're bringing it this week. We're bringing it for an entire month, actually. Three are confirmed. One is on the fence, and that'll be a physical therapist. So hopefully that person will commit and they will follow the last episode. But we got Chris Burfield, we got Chad Woolner, and we got Sean Andrews. Two are chiropractors. One just loves chiropractic, but they are they have their own thing going. Uh, one really specializes in video, one specializes with click funnels, um, and one it will teach you how to do your own ad so you don't have to pay somebody, especially with all these uh, shady characters out there, which we'll definitely talk about throughout the series. We got family men too. So the, the second half of the interview is quite good on each person's show. So get your ink pens out. You're going to want to take some notes, put that camera on selfie mode, fix your hair, get a cool background. Let's go hashtag behind the curtain with our social media video series. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me again this week. If you didn't know from my Facebook account, I'm having a girl. Oh, yeah. So it was a great gender reveal video that we did the other day. Uh, it was cute. Uh, had a lot more views than I was expecting, a lot of comments. So just literally felt good that uh, there's so much love out there. While we can't be at home, we at least feel like it. All right. So today's guest is Dr. Chad Wolner with Cairo Funnel Secrets. He has, wow, great ways to improve your video, ways to capture your leads so that you can follow up. And, and, and when you talk about like headlines, whether it's a Facebook post, a blog post, uh, even podcast episodes, if you don't have a good headline, people don't really click it. And he's going to help us go through that a little bit better. And also because he does funnels, how does a funnel tell your story so effectively? So we get him to spill the beans. He also had a event recently called Map. He'll have these periodically throughout the year. We'll talk about that more in depth as well. His podcast is really good. If you haven't listened to it, that's right. You know, in the end of every episode, we, hey, you got any books, podcasts, anything that you like? So we're not afraid to say it. Dr. Chad, your podcast is great. Everybody should listen to it, whether you're a chiropractor or not. You definitely will learn something. So all the show notes, a doctorsperspective.net slash six nine. Let's go hashtag behind the curtain. Live from Japan. Well, in a day. I just want to throw that in there, guys. But today we have an amazing guest. He is the podcast. He's got almost 200 episodes at this point of Cairo Funnel Secrets. And his name is Dr. Chad Wolner. He's from Idaho, and he is going to blow your mind today. Thank you for having me, my friend. Super excited to be here with you. Well, you just came off a massive couple-day seminar to just get doctors fired up. I'm guessing videos. I'm guessing funnel systems. Um, I'm guessing if you missed it, definitely you want to get on to the next board. But what were some of the, the, the highlights from that? No, you, uh, you, you nailed that pretty good, actually. Uh, this was our first ever Cairo Funnel Map Weekend, stands for Massive Action Plan Weekend. And our vision for it when we first created it was we really wanted it to be a, a good, perfect mix of strategies, tactics, implementation, theory. Uh, you know, our, our philosophy going into it or our, our approach going into it was we wanted to kind of proverbially teach you to fish, but then give you a fish as well, so to speak. And so our, you know, I've, I, I don't know if you're like me, but I've been to countless seminars and or events and things like that, where you get really excited, you get really, uh, your, your mind is just flowing with a lot of really cool ideas. And then come Monday, you're scratching your head wondering where either where you start or now, what was it that we talked about? And where do we, you know what I mean? And so Although these events and stuff are great, I've always felt what can make them even better is if we could actually do some implementation while we're there such that come Monday, we've got the ball already rolling or at least uh, at least started rolling or at, or all the way implemented so that things are moving on you know Monday morning. And so our approach with this event was basically to uh, fly a small intimate group of chiropractors out to our area here uh, and then teach um, 
the philosophy behind correct what we believe to be correct marketing and strategies with funnels uh, what makes effective funnels effective what makes ineffective funnels ineffective um, and then uh, and then roll up our sleeves and go to work and build funnels and build sequences and, and put things together um, and so that was kind of all day one and then we did some breakout sessions where we talked about traffic strategies we actually had uh, a group of Facebook experts walking people through setting up their own Facebook ads um, and then we had uh, a, set, a breakout session where we were teaching video strategy. Here's how you make better videos. Um, and then we kind of put that all together on Friday. And then uh, Saturday, we walked them through uh, a whole simple kind of blueprint for making better videos for their funnels. We showed them some some very simple, tangible tactics on how to use uh, even just a smartphone to make better videos so that they were professional quality. And, and ultimately by the end of it, um, the feedback that we got from everybody was ultimately what we had ideally hoped for is that people felt like it was the, it was the perfect mix of strategies and tactics so that people came away from it feeling like they had a real, uh, tangible asset in their hands of, of not only a, a working functional funnel, but then also an understanding of, uh, what funnels really truly are because right now it's probably no surprise to you as it is uh, no surprise to the listeners that there are just we're being inundated with with all sorts of funnel experts in fact I got a, I got a text from my good friends uh, Todd Pickman and he was showing me screenshots of the various experts that were advertising to him and and no offense to any of these guys but many of them uh, you know, you can tell they're, they're, they're literally, they're kids, they're kids that, and more power to them as entrepreneurs for, for getting that out there. But, uh, for me in my practice, I'm not just going to trust some random kid who's, uh, experimenting on me, but rather I'd, I'd rather learn from an expert who's really actually in the trenches having had experience and or currently doing the thing. And so that's, um, I, I'm trying to, in a very non arrogant way, but yet very resolute way, be loud and clear that if when it comes to funnels, you're not going to learn from somebody better than me because I've just been doing it longer. I've had way more experience and I've had way more success and more failures for that matter too because you you learn from the failures too. But but yeah, so that was that was our 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 whole event and and it turned out honestly, Justin, it turned out uh, better than I could have imagined. It was it was incredible. The response was incredible, and so we're excited. Our our next one's going to be coming up in June, and we're just really looking forward to it. We know it's going to fill up fast. Um, and so if docs are going to want to get in on it, get in on it. Cause it's going to be incredible. It's going to be a ton of fun. Well, I can definitely tell you, like, I, like you said, I've been to seminars, you start writing stuff down and you, where did that note go? Or right. you're like, okay, well, what's the next step? And so you're trying to contact your friends. Hey, can you review the, my copy to make sure it sounds good? And that, that they're like, I guess, dude, I don't know. And so, <laughs> <laughs> right. They're like, so to have a, a an intimate group that they can go back contact each other maybe they can contact you or whoever because it's about it, it takes copy like to get people to read it to get through the process to watch your video and yeah. so that's really cool and with the videos i've heard and i'm just curious i'll just throw this out here for my own lavalier mics you know rode has a really good one and then what are those things called box lights i don't even know what they're called but uh yeah i've yeah, heard no, that's two simple tricks to make your videos look more professional and sound better without having to spend a lot of money. Yeah, you know, uh, by no means do I claim to be. I'm kind of in this perfect spot where I'm teaching people how to make better videos and yet at the same token claiming not to be an expert videographer. Yeah. I've been doing it for a while and so I don't – I'm, I'm self-taught with everything that I'm doing. So I, I don't know all the necessary terminology. All I know is what looks good to me and what I've heard from other video experts. Um, it, it, what you said was spot on. Um, if you have to choose, and hopefully you don't have to choose, but if you have to choose between audio and video on your videos, uh, poor video quality is more forgiving than poor audio quality. Audio should be surprisingly on video, um, making sure you have better audio. So yeah, having some sort of a lavalier mic or making sure you've got good audio, uh, is really critical. Uh, as far as lighting is concerned, you know, uh, instead of worrying about the, the technicalities of lighting, if you're like somebody where you're like, ah, I don't, I don't know how to do the lighting just right. There's, there's what's called the golden hour of filming. Uh, it's about an hour before sunset and right about 30 minutes after sunset. If you film outside, it's super forgiving. You can, you can make just about any type of video look really good, uh, in that type of environment. So if you're concerned about lighting, 
uh, filming outdoors is far more forgiving than filming indoors. And, and for that matter, with a smartphone, audio is going to be – you'd be surprised with, a, with an iPhone just how well the mic in and of itself picks up. We, we oftentimes will do videos outside and not even mic because the mic just picks up really, really well surprisingly. So – yeah, I was surprised. I've made a couple of videos for my uh, my books and went to different locations in, in my town that looked very Chinese oh. <laughs> so it could like match the acupuncture thing. Yeah, no, that's cool. And my wife was awesome because she just sat there and helped me and I was like, a truck would run by that didn't have mufflers. <laughs> Kids would run by making screaming and I was like, all right, I guess I got to edit. This is not going to be a smooth five minutes. But you're right. I had to hide behind a tree because the light was too bright from the sun in the yeah. middle of the day. But then we went a different time. And I was like, oh, this is much better. Yeah. The shadows were still, you know, it was fine. So it makes a difference, though. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Huge difference. The one thing that's important, I think, with you is you are actually still a chiropractor. So you yeah. see results and you don't see results. You see money get spent and people don't come in and then you'll see the opposite over the over time. So you've been able to fine tune it yourself and just like what was – your your rationale like was it just to make money or you saw like a need in the market that people could benefit we could make the chiropractic message bigger is that why we started the podcast and started the the, the side business and everything yeah you know um so my, my practice was was profitable um so i can't i can't honestly say that that doing it was just for the money's sake per se um although money's awesome right i i, right. I like making money and that's fantastic I've, I've said before, and I'll say it again, anybody that's heard me, I, I feel like I'm on a mission to help chiropractors not only get more new patients, but get higher quality new patients. And the thing that I, lo that I love about funnels, I always have felt like, and I've said, is I feel like it's this unique vehicle that allows chiropractors to tell their unique story. To, to, you know, you've got a, a very unique position and, and story to tell, and... I feel like as a whole, without being mean, uh, chiropractors in general as a whole, and this is a generalization I know, but, but uh, are still resorting to extremely outdated, antiquated approaches to marketing. Um, not just as far as the vehicles that they're using, but the positioning and the way that they're going about doing it. I mean – $20, get everything free. <laughs> that's it. You know, just it's such an old school way of thinking. And, and I would argue that there's a time and a place for that. I'm not, I'm not going to – I used to be like so adamant, don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. I would say now my, my position has somewhat shifted in the sense that there's a time and a place to do discounts. I'm, I'm okay with that on occasion. But I think most chiropractors would agree that it's if, – if it's possible, and I would contend that it is possible, if it's possible to get patients through the door without discounts um, – that's a better option, right? I would, I would say more to be like, yeah, let, let's do that. And so I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm on a, I, I use a parable. Uh, this is how I started off. This event was, was kind of preaching. I, I asked permission to my audience <laughs> that was there at the Cairo Funnel map event. I said, is it okay if I preach for a minute? And they're like, okay, you know, and I'm like pounding, we've got this podium. And so I'm like, <laughs> the, the, the pulpit pounding or whatever. But I was basically saying to them, I said, the, the parable I use is I call it the parable of the apple farmer. Uh, if you came to an apple farm and you start talking to the farmer, uh, you know, this, this apple farmer, you start saying, wow, well, what kind of seeds do you use to grow your apples? And he, he responds to you, oh, I don't care about the seeds. I'm an apple farmer. All I care about are apples, you know, and you're like, oh, okay. Um, well, what kind of soil do you what's, – what's the right kind of soil? Uh, soil, I don't care about that. All I care about are apples. I'm an apple farmer, darn it. Well, what what about pruning techniques and what about you know what I mean? Just asking all the. Yeah. I don't care about. I'm an apple farmer. It's kind of like chiropractors where we start talking about entrepreneurship and marketing and all that sort of thing, and they're like, I don't care about marketing. I don't care about entrepreneurship. All I care about is patients. I'm I'm a chiropractor, darn it. I want to adjust people. That's all I want to do is tell the chiropractic story and adjust people. I, I get that. I get that. But but can we step back for a minute? Time out. Breathe. And and and. Think about the logic behind this. You would not be a chiropractor. You would not have chiropractic patients if it weren't for the marketing and weren't for the entrepreneurship. And so I would argue and contend, and, and many might disagree with me wholeheartedly, and that's totally fine. They'd be wrong. But, um, but it's this idea 
that you're a marketer first and a chiropractor second. It just so happens that you're a chiropractor, and that's and, that, and that's. I'm not down in that. I'm I'm simply saying though, if you if, if if more chiropractors will own that, will own that first and foremost, your primary role is a marketer, not a chiropractor. It's a marketer first, chiropractor second. But I think some are a little bit aversive to that idea because of the negative connotations that sometimes exist with marketers. You know, Seth Godin wrote a book called All Marketers Are Liars or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's like it, it's I think sometimes they're aversive because they think that if you're a marketer, that means you're smarmy and you've got to tell lies and you've got to you're shady and all this stuff. And it's like, no, I would argue very loud and clear that you can be authentic. You can be transparent. In fact, I would say it's better to be that way. In fact, that is the way to do it effectively. But again, funnels are such a powerful vehicle in helping to tell an authentic story such that you're able to just be totally transparent with your community and with your audience in a relatively easy way, in such a way that you get way more new patients uh, as far as quantity, but the quality also increases as well when you're able to be authentic with people and truly be you. Um, I've always said, and I know this sounds super like kumbaya, but there is a very specific segment in your population that you were meant to serve that they were meant for you you were meant for them and and that's the way it's got to be you know that that no one else can serve them the way that you can serve them and so they're just simply waiting there for you to be able to reach out to them and how you choose to reach out to them is is up to you but i would contend and argue that one of the most effective if not the most effective way of doing that is is through funnels so that's kind of my in a nutshell my my preaching if you will yeah so I must take a step back for the audience because we're not yeah. all, they're not all chiropractors. We got PTs, PhDs, and I yeah, know, all yeah. this stuff. I always say listen and implement, critically think about it and implement it, and all that stuff. So when he's talking about funnels, if this podcast we talk about it a lot. Last week was Chris uh, yeah. Burfield, so Chris you know he. Yeah, so he helped us with like how long the video should be. And he actually kind of was like, look, this is a three-step process of how you can actually create videos, and we'll, I can talk about that too, but. You can use this for anything. When he's talking about his funnels, it's, it's a page, it's a web page, the videos. Like when I was uh, first in practice, when I was younger, I did all these like little videos there. It's like, make videos and put them on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I've seen these videos and I look back at them sometimes and I'm like, ooh, would I put those on Facebook for the world to see? They're still live. You can still find them. They're not hiding. But, oh, um, yeah. Mine too, man. We've all, we've all been there. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just basic. Like you say you do decompression. Okay. Why would people use it? Herniated disc, bulging, back pain. You could do a video. Hey guys, guess what? I got this cool treatment. Here's kind of the table. That, you know, you could throw a patient in there. And say, hey, this guy said it was cool. It didn't hurt. He got results. Boom. That's a three-minute video, and you could probably advertise with it. And then you could create another one with a cold laser, or, or you know, meeting people where they are. Like you said, you can live in fairy tale land of. I wish I didn't have to market so much to be a chiropractor and be successful. Or you can live in the real world, which is you're going to have to do it. And if you're going to have to do it and you're going to spend your money, do it the best way. And do you yeah. think the doctor has to be the one in the videos? Could it be uh, not necessarily an actor, but maybe like um, a 20-year-old or like their spouse or someone who's more excited to do the videos? You know, I would I would argue that you can certainly do that, but I think it's going to be more effective when it's the actual chiropractor, PT, whoever it is. Okay. Um, it's it just because that's you're going to be the one that's unless you're not going to be the one treating the patient, you're going to be the one that's talking to the patient, connecting with the patient, and so Who's it's in there. Yeah, it's, it, that's exactly right. It's in their best benefit to try and build that connection sooner than later, and and to kind of backing up kind of along with what you're saying kind of backing up to explain what a funnel is think of it in terms of literally like if you were to see a, a plastic funnel you know that you pour stuff into or whatever a funnel is a process click funnels just happens to be a, a powerful software platform to allow you to build funnels you can build funnels have been around forever you know it's it's marketing in general should be ideally a funnel process and here's why when it comes to I don't think sometimes we necessarily uh, critically, like you said, you said stop back, think critically. You know, critically think about when you're when you're sending out your message to a random audience. Let's take for example a random a random audience of a thousand people where you're at in China, right? Okay. Of that thousand people, and I think this is even more uh, accurate in your perspective in your situation than than over here in the states. 
Because again, in the States, we just assume everybody knows about chiropractic and or everything else, you know. But whether you're in China, whether you're in Idaho, whether you're in California, wherever you're at, think in terms of, a, of an audience. And you have to think objectively, not from your perspective, but just step outside your own shoes for a minute and say, okay, a thousand people at random. If you were to stand in front of that thousand people and you were to ask them, raise your hands, how many of you are familiar with chiropractic? You'd, you know, in China, you might have a couple hands. In America, probably a few more hands or whatever. Okay, how many of you are contemplating seeing a chiropractor? And you'd have fewer hands raise up. Okay, how many of you are ready to see a chiropractor? You'd have even fewer hands raise up. How many of you know about Dr. Wolner's chiropractic clinic or Dr. Trostclair's clinic or whatever, you know, and people, fewer, even fewer hands, you know, and, and, and this whittles away until ultimately what you've got is, okay, now how many of you were planning on scheduling an appointment today or tomorrow, you know, and again, maybe one, you know, one hand, if that, you know what I mean? And yeah. so what this presents is, if you were to if you were to write this out on on a on a whiteboard or whatever, it would look kind of like that um, that bell curve. You know, it would really look like a bell curve in the sense that on one end of that spectrum represents kind of what we would refer to as a cold audience, cold traffic. On the on the other end, you'd have hot traffic, right? And right in the middle, you'd have this distribution of just the majority of people who are somewhat familiar. You know, and so the the whole idea is this: is that if all you're ever doing is saying, come get this deal, come get this deal, and not taking the time to nurture relationships with people through your funnels, uh, communicate with them and tell some sort of a, uh, of a cohesive story, so to speak. Because yeah, a deal uh, for what? It, that's, that's, exactly, that's exactly it. Cairo what? What do you do? Are you – That's exactly it. Is that, you're going to paralyze so my neck is what you're going to do. Yeah. It's, and so your, your best bet is to – Really view this in terms of, okay, if there were an audience of a thousand people at random and you had the opportunity to communicate to them, where would you begin? You know, and you'd probably begin with something like explaining what it is that you do, introduce yourself, who you are, show the benefits that they would receive from what it is that you do and how you help people, you know. And so it's this, it's, it's a process. Mm -hmm. The problem that we get into is that most doctors and I appreciate it, it's human nature. We want we want it now. We want results right now. And and there's certainly a way to do it. There needs to be a good mix where there's kind of strategies in place that are more designed for a quick return, quick return. But there should always be this underpinning uh, ongoing conversation. Um, and ideally, it can be either systemized, systematized, or automated through funnels such that it's constantly taking this random group of a thousand people and communicating a message in a consistent way such that it builds greater awareness, greater understanding, greater education, so that by the time they get to the, the, the end of that bell curve, so to speak, where they're a hot audience, not only do they know they, they want and or need chiropractic care, but they know that they're sold on you and your brand and they're ready to come to you regardless of the deal. They're just, they know that, okay, I'm going to go to, to Dr. Trostclair because I know he's the best and I need help with this. And so I'm coming in regardless of what offer or deal he's, he's pitching to me. And so um, I, I would simply say that when it comes to um, marketing, uh, that's why we do funnels. That's why we do videos. That's why we engage in this process is because not everybody is – ready to go right now. And we, when we make a huge mistake when we assume that, and, and, and let me just take, say one more thing here. I know I've been talking for a while, but he has a solo podcast, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to just talking about myself. Um, I would say this too, is if you were to look at the way that most funnels are done, this is the mindset that they have. They, it's a law. It's a, it's a, it's a game of numbers to them. Okay. I have a thousand people. We're going to get a handful that are going to come in for this deal, and in that process, there will be some attrition, if you want to call it that, where you'll get some leads that just fall through, and I would say that the majority of the people that opt into your funnel, you know, so let's say it's a put in your name and your info, name, email, phone number here to claim this coupon or this whatever it is, most experts, I would say, uh, focus primarily on that tip of the iceberg, meaning, okay, we got five leads, sweet, or we got five new patients from this. We had a hundred leads 
and five of them came in and became new patients. My question would be, well, what's the process for the other 95? You know, the leads that came, well, they're like, what do you mean? We, we got five new patients. That's it. End of story. Well, if that's where it ends, you're missing out on a lot. Well, I would contend that if you continue to engage in, again, in a systemized or automated way, a conversation to the other remaining 95, you could continue to get way more new patients from that ongoing if there was a process in place. But most are just like, you know, it's like they grab that five and then cast away the other 95. Ah, screw it. I guess it didn't work for those guys next. And then they grab another five and they can't. Well, if you're doing that for, let's say, a year, you literally have thousands of people of potential audience people who have become more familiar with you, who now at least know who you are, that if you, again, had engaged in some sort of a meaningful conversation through a funnel, um, you'd have, you know, 10 times more new patients coming through, you know? Now, that was actually the question, so I'm glad you leaded right into it. When we say follow up with funnels, does that actually mean like a four-video series funnel, or are we talking email follow-ups? Because I know email follow-ups, I, I struggle with that myself. You know, somebody signs in to get a, a chapter for free, and I'm like, all right, there's a sales pitch at the end of this chapter, but I'm like, all right, when do I mail them? In two days? In seven days? Crap, I need to come up with some follow-up emails. Otherwise, they're just going to disappear and never purchase. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I would say both, you know. Uh, typically, um, in the funnels that we do, we typically try and think of it in two terms. We typically try and do what we call some sort of a, what we call a value-based follow-up sequence, um, which basically is, again, just trying to provide more value for them in a meaningful way so that it doesn't just feel like some sort of a pitch fest. Mm. You know, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. Hey, have you bought my stuff yet? Well, get ready because you're going to buy it. You know what I mean? There needs to be a mix and a balance there of you know uh, give and take in that sense. And Gary Vaynerchuk talks about it in a book uh, he calls Jab 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 Right Hook, where he talks about you know you, you can't just be swinging for right hooks all the time trying to do the knockout sales pitch. You've got to provide you know bits and pieces of value there. So I would say that number one, some sort of a value based follow up sequence, and there's going to be an ending to it, right? That's not going to be in perpetuity. But then at that point in time, what I typically do is I tell them to think in terms of putting them then into a new bucket we call the ongoing communication sequence or ongoing communication system where it's just ongoing value in the process you know and so a great idea uh, would be to create a podcast right and and just you know keep them in the loop you know once a week or once a month or something like that mm -hmm. I, I would argue once a week where they get an email or a link to podcast, you know, and and or a video. Ideally, you want multiple channels of communication. You know, we we call this our our uh, primary our PSV, the primary syndication vehicles, right? So, what are what are the what are the primary channels in which you're going to reach out to your audience and provide value to them? So, people learn differently. So, you know, what I say is, if you the, the easiest way to do it, or, and and I easiest that's kind of relative, but it's not that difficult is I say you could kill three birds with one stone. You create a video, you uh, you export that video up, you upload it to rev.com, they'll do a transcript, and you can have a written blog article from that video. And then from there, you can pull, extract the audio and turn that into a podcast. So you've got three with one, right? You've got a podcast, video, and article all, all in one from just making a video, right? So you can kind of do that. And again, the, then you've, you've got your following, you know, because at the end of the day, my big contention that I make with, with people is it really truly isn't about getting new patients, even though it is, but it isn't, but it is. Mm -hmm. um, the whole idea is creating a following. If you can, if you can shift your perspective from a standpoint of get new patients, get new patients, get new patients, you're always going to live and die by get new patients, right? But instead, if you focus your attention or focus your, your uh, attitude, have a paradigm shift of instead of that, I'm going to create a loyal following. If you create a loyal following, new patients will always be there you know new patients reactivations okay. your your loyal you create a loyal following so here's my question and this is something yeah. i would do in the past uh before you know i knew what a funnel was and stuff um sometimes you just you don't know what to write but you can easily subscribe to uh, our google news go to the health section find something that sort of correlates to what you're dealing with start a file you know save it yeah. like in a word document yeah. don't you don't have to pirate it guys don't pirate it but you just copy a link. Read this article today. Thought this would be really beneficial to you guys as patients of mine, whatever. Here's the link. Boom. And then it brings you up to WAPO or something like that. And 
And now you can share it like that without it being such a hassle and I'm not creative and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And I got another tidbit. I'm curious your opinion on this one. Yeah. And I didn't, this ain't original for me and I've mentioned it before in a previous one, but patients ask questions all the time. If you take a minute and say, maybe for like two days, every time a patient asks you a question, write that down somewhere, whether it's a headache question or what should I do now? Oh, I'm finished with care. So there's lots of different patients that come in in, in a couple of days. That could be a list of 25 quote podcast video and uh, blog things that you could just answer into a microphone for or your phone in general for about three minutes, answer the question. And now, like you said, rev it, post it. Is that yeah. accurate? Could that be, is, is no, it just that simple? Alex, do you know who Dr. Alex Dan is? Actually, he was just in China uh, recently. Did you guys connect when he was there in China? No, actually, I saw they were there and I was mad because I was like, how come I didn't get, I'm the guy that's even here. <laughs> Give me an invite. I don't have to talk, but geez, I could at least be like, hey, you, you guys, do you even know how to like do dinner correctly with all these big deals? Yeah. But anyway, I know the guy. I saw he was from LSU, so I sent him an email. And oh, I was like, hey, brother. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. oh, man, yeah. maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know anyway. China's a really small country, so. Yeah, it's were- so crowded. It's just <laughs> oh, the size of Japan. I mean, it's so small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I was going to say um, uh, Alex came up with this idea. He, he had mentioned that I thought it was just genius because it's so beautiful in its simplicity. He said, take a day a week where you run over to the grocery store and just look at the magazine headlines, different health magazines, and that'll give you plenty of ideas as far as, because those guys have already done the research, you know, the hot topics. They're doing all the legwork for you. So just come up with topic ideas. Just stroll through the grocery store, look at magazine headlines, look at article ideas from them, and that'll give you plenty of ideas as far as ammunition. So similar to what you're saying, I was like, that's genius. Such a simple, easy strategy. And you just twist it for what you want. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's exactly – you don't need to plagiarize. Um, you, you just – that's a cool topic. Okay, I'll, I'll do some research on it. You know, Cool, and then come up with and, – and I would argue even more specific as far as a tactic, and this is kind of what, what Chris Burfield I know he teaches. Try and chunk it down into a number, right? So if it's uh, let's say something about headaches, what are the three secrets you know, or the five strategies or the number one thing? You know, uh, Chunk it down into numbers. It's, it's a really easy and simple way to organize content, and it's a very digestible way for people. If you'll notice, so many of the blog articles are, are – uh, I, I call them the, – the term I use is quick content. Not necessarily that it's quick per se, but it's quick to digest in terms of people want bullet points. They want, okay, oh, just give yeah. me the and then and then from there, I'll decide if I want to dig deeper into that particular – thing yeah. but but if you if you present it in terms of hey guys on this uh, blog article or on this video or on this podcast we're going to be sharing with you today the five secrets to lasting low back relief low back pain relief or something like that you know and then and then that way they can kind of scan through the bullet points and 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 digest the material much faster um, and it's just more readily user friendly I guess right. and from what I've been studying with um, my own consultant, he, he's saying put a negative spin on it sometimes or at least split oh. test it. You know, five things you're doing that screw your back up every day. I don't yep. want to be that guy. What are those five yeah. things? And then this exact same article, you just switch the headline and just see if you get more open reads. Yeah. Well, and, and, and if you want to dig into the psychology of that, I, I don't know if you how deep you want to go. But go. the reason like that, the negative stuff works is because it plays off of uh, really strong – drivers, emotional drivers, curiosity and fear, right? Is that uh, human beings, one of the things that I teach, and this isn't my own, this isn't because I'm some genius or anything. I'm, I'm a, a fan, a big fan of Tony Robbins. And he talks about six human needs. And in my opinion, if, if you want a funnel to work, you, all you need to do, and we're really simplifying this down, but all you need to do is, is uh, attempt to, or at least convince people, uh, convey to them that one of those six needs will be met or one or more of those six human needs will be met. And if you can convey that in your messaging, you'll have an effective funnel. The needs the, the six human needs are certainty, variety, uh, love and connection, significance, growth and contribution. And, and I know that's like super quick, but, but the, the two that we typically play off of, uh, or the three that we play off of that are typically the most powerful are certainty, right? So how certain is somebody when they learn the three secrets, right? Mm-hmm. 
you know, there, we remove ambiguity. Well, what if there's more than, nope, there's just three. There's only three. <laughs> nope, just, there's a lot of subsections, but there's only three. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? And it's just, it's a, it's a shortcut, right? We, we understand there, there can always be more than three secrets, right? But the way we position it is, is, it, it, is it creates a, de- a definite, um, people want certainty, right? They want that definite demarcation, you know what I mean? It makes people feel far more comfortable in knowing the three secrets or the number one secret or whatever. The more that we can give, uh, you know, certainty there. Uncertainty, you know, this is the number one mistake, the biggest mistake people are making with blank. Don't do this, you know. Oh, there's uncertainty. What is it, you know? And then significance is a huge one. You know, people want to feel significant. People, we need to understand the psychology behind um, why people, like for instance, why people refer. We people think that that referrals are altruistic to a certain extent. They are, but not really. The reason people refer is because it makes them feel significant, right? right. Meaning, if I experience, if I go to Doctor Justin and he just provides this amazing, because you do acupuncture too, right? We'll just say yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so we we go over to uh, your office and you, we just have this amazing experience. And I turn around and I blast it out on social media. What happens if, if, if I try and convert, convert somebody, right, to come in and see Dr. Justin? They have an incredible, amazing experience as well. How's that going to reflect on me? I'm going to look like a winner. I'm like, yeah, hero. exactly. And that, and it's going to make me look like someone who's in the know, right? right. I, I know stuff. You know, I'm connected. I've got all these cool connections. It's the same reason why we refer people to go see an amazing movie. Do you get some sort of a cut off of those movie ticket sales when you refer it? No, not at all. But if somebody. Somebody goes to see a movie and they or a good piece of music, you know, a good song. If people get turned on to a band, yep. Remember how I was the one that showed you that band? Why do we do that? It's so crazy. Like this band doesn't. You're never gonna give you a penny. And we're all like, yeah, I'm such a fan. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so that's the thing is is it's it's a significance thing. It makes us feel significant. It makes us feel like. And again, that plays off of as well. Grow grow or. love and connection you know we connect with people and so there's anyways long story short if if we can seek to understand and and seek to meet uh those human needs through what we're doing um you're going to have a far more greater chance of of having greater success with your funnels i'm gonna just tell this story just because i think it's fun past guest richard yeah he had a site that he reviewed music and other different things and one day he finally he gave me a CD. I was like, come on, man, let me let me review something. Come on. I want something free. You get all this free stuff. Let me help me out. He's like, all right, here's this band. And uh, I listen to it. I write a review on it. It ends up being Paramore right before they made it big. Like, oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if you know Paramore, but they were quite big for a little while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I had like a pre-release or an early, early copy of their CD that turned into like a big thing. And it's, I'm, I still remember it today, don't I? Tell them the story. Like. Awesome. Yeah, I don't even care about their music anymore, but you know, it was just yeah. it was a cool feeling. And if you could get that with your clinic, my goodness, that's a good thing. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. There's, uh, there, there, I was just gonna say there, there's a really good book. Um, it's called um, it's not made to stick. Um, made to stick is a good book though too. Mm-hmm. If I remember the book, I'll, I'll I'll get it to you. But it's it's all about what what makes things viral, what makes things shareable, and that's one of the ideas. What we were just talking about there. I'll have to remember the name of it. Okay. Um, contagious contagious that's what it's called easy <laughs> so just switching gears a little bit there's some some more things i, I like to most of the questions you've already kind of answered we're getting these patients in the door and yep. how do we have the confidence and i don't like to use the word close but you still have to inform the patient this is going to be more than two visits i'm not saying 50 yeah. visits but it's going to take more than typically the person thinks about how do you gain that confidence um you know I think there's a very easy way that any chiropractor and or physical therapist uh, can gain that confidence very easy. Because um, I know you're international, so so I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll, I'll frame it by a story I, or a saying I once heard. Somebody said, um, uh, uh, democracy is the worst form of government uh, in the world until you compare it to every other form of government, then it starts to look pretty good. Right. (laughs) And so I would say the the idea is this, um, we're in a really good position. Any alternative or conservative care approach is in a really good 
position, physical therapy, nutrition, um, Chinese medicine, any of those things, the traditional allopathic model, when it comes to chronic health issues, is a nightmare. It's an abysmal failure, and and, and we know that. And 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 it's not an opi- it's not an opinion issue. And, and if that hurts people, it's just, yeah, it's just numbers, it's stats, right? The numbers show loud and clear. We spend, you know, uh, you know, what is it? America represents five percent of the world's population, and yet we spend more than the other ninety-five percent combined on healthcare, and yet we still rank dead last. Uh, and we're not saying dead last in comparison to, uh, you know, uh, Bosnia. It's, it's a, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's it's a general. Anyways, the the point being is, I think. Long answer short, long story short, um, or short story long. Um, The confidence needs to come when you look at what other people's options are. The other options aren't nearly as good as what you can provide them. Recognize and understand that in many instances, and I don't mean to sound melodramatic here when I say this, but truly understand that them meeting with you could mean the difference between them getting their problem solved and them getting cut open unnecessarily, them having – some sort of a risky, harmful, dangerous procedure performed on them, and you could be the one that makes the difference. You really could. And so I would say the key is to focus more on the patient and what's best for them rather than focusing on yourself. It's not about you. It never has been. It's about them, connecting with them, and really helping them to understand and recognize and see the options that are available to them. And and when you weigh them out and you look at cost-benefit and or risk benefit, uh, conservative care options are always going to be a far superior option. And that should help strengthen people's confidence in the recommendations they make um, dramatically. I can tell you, working here in a hospital where people have no other options, I mean, some of them are like, I can't go to the big city three hours away, much less afford it. You are, that's it. They came to me. Yeah. If I don't get them better, they're either going to deal with it or they're gonna figure out a way to maybe have surgery or something but it's a big yeah. it's a big uh it's an honor and what i found is it actually works i mean i always knew chiropractic work but it's amazing like how big these bulges are how much arthritis somebody can have all the different problems that we just can take care of and i mean it's just powerful it really is yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely well i don't want to keep you forever but i like to go a little personal on in these interviews so you ready for this sure you bet okay yeah ready man a lot of us are entrepreneurs and we just aren't able to take a lot of vacation. We haven't figured it out. What's your hints? What's your secret so that we can actually have more time away from the office and family? Boy, that's a good <laughs> question. Um, you know, I would say this. Uh, you're no good to your practice or your patients if you're burnt out. Um, and so the the cost of burnout is far higher and far greater and far riskier than the cost of taking away a week or two here or there. So even if you don't have office coverage, for instance, we're um, I'm flying out my entire office to Orlando next week, not next week, but the week after for Funnel Hacking Live Russell's event. Mm. Um, so we're all we're all flying out there for a week. We're going to be gone for an entire week, and we just know that that that. Um, the, the the risk or the cost of being closed for an entire week is not as important to us as what we're going to gain from being there. We're going to sharpen our skills. We're going to have fun. We're going to be able to relax. It's going to be kind of a, a time for us to kind of uh, team build. And, uh, and so look at these things in terms of cost benefit and understand and recognize that um, – if that's the concern as to why they're not taking time off, recognize and understand first there needs to be a shift there. You'll be able to work harder, sharper, uh, more focused if you have time that you free yourself up to be able to do that, number one. Number two, I have a really cool situation as well. When I'm gone, I've got a doc that shares space with me, and he covers for me and I cover for him. And So that's a smart strategy that we've used mm-hmm. that's, that's helped us. Um, I don't know if that's the right fit for everybody, but that certainly worked well for us and gives me peace of mind knowing that uh, my patients are taken care of when I'm gone, uh, when, when we're not all gone, right? Um, so I would say that's that's something we've used in the past. Um, you just like do like a split? Like whenever you're not there, it's just like a, like a little bit of a split going on? Yeah. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's exactly right. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the last thing I would say too is, is uh, 
making sure you have multiple streams of income coming in, you know, um, and, and that's something that um, I would argue every chiropractor and or PT and or whoever else is listening, um, you should always diversify your income, have other additional revenue streams coming in. And, uh, and one of the ways that I teach, in fact, we're going to be creating a whole new event. I haven't announced it yet, but we're going to be having an event where I teach, uh, folks how to do that, how to basically create an additional six or seven figure a year business in conjunction with their practice. So it's a separate revenue stream that's coming through. I think our next one, we're tentatively slating it for some time in the fall. We're going to have uh, people fly out. It's going to be, again, same type of format. It's going to be a real small, intimate group, but we're going to basically teach uh, a proven format for how to quickly create uh, an additional side business that that is uh, complementary to your practice, but yet separate and distinct from the practice such that it's not dependent upon you being in the practice. So if you've got a revenue stream that's coming through consistently um, in conjunction with that, it sure takes a lot of pressure off uh, when you're when you're gone not seeing patients. Because unfortunately, what we realize, what we whether we realize it or not, uh, you're still trading time for dollars when you're in practice. Yeah. So yeah. it's what it is. You know, the other day um – I was checking one of my stats and I hadn't, I'm in a process of selling books for high prices and I hadn't really had sold any yet. And so finally one went through and it was $67 for a book. Yeah. And you know, my other one's more expensive than that. It's not really expensive in the sense that we, you know, it's an investment. It's a better word to use. It's an investment in your health. But you know, for a book, people have words for that. So anyway, it was just exciting to see that Okay. It's like once you get that first sale, all of a sudden you're like, okay, this is doable. There's value. People can see it. Yeah. You just have to explain yourself. Like, this is why I'm not charging, you know, $15 for a book. There's more to it and it's doable. Right. Right. Yeah. No, exactly. Besides working, any hobbies or, or work life balance, kids, volunteering, things like that, the things that you just enjoy doing? Uh, I love to fish. Um, I go salmon fishing every, every year with a good friend of mine. Ooh. Um, Love doing outdoor stuff. Love uh, camping. I play guitar. I've been playing guitar since I was ten years old. Um, Are you jamming out with Jeff yeah, on the weekends? Her. No, you know what? <laughs> Je- have you heard any of Jeff's stuff? Have you heard Jeff Langmaid's band? No, I just know he plays. Dude, he's his band is amazing. Whoa. Like, quick plug for his band. Um, the the coming week is the name of the band, but it's spelled week as in week. Your your week, not like your weakling. Right. You know, W E A K. Uh, they're good, man. Look, listen to their stuff. It's really, really good. Uh, quick, yeah. Quick plug for Dr. Jeff Langman. His, uh, his stuff is awesome. Yeah, he's super, super good. We haven't jammed yet. We will. I know at some point in time we will. I I like uh, doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I've uh, been doing that for several years. I've been kind of uh, inactive or MIA with that lately, just because things have been crazy busy with us with the practice. We're we're building. Yeah, new stuff here at the practice. So that's just taking a ton of time. But when I do have some more free time, then and yeah, I enjoy doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu and um, trying to think what else. Love spending time with my wife and kids. We like just hanging out at home and having fun weekends together. And um, well, that's the following uh, question. Heavily, what's that? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the next oh, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, one of the biggest things is we don't like to see doctors going through divorce. They build all these businesses that you have, and then in two years we find out that your marriage failed. And I see your kids on the weekend. And I don't want to see that for other doctors. Right. I don't want to see that for you. So what is a way to keep the relationship alive and healthy? Uh, I think date nights are important, being consistent. Uh, I once heard uh, somebody say, uh, you know, date nights are cheaper than divorce. Oh, yeah. Um, so for for uh, for people who are, well, we don't have money to do date nights. Yeah, do something. Be creative, you know. You know, uh, for, for my wife and I, obviously, our religion is, is very – um, involved in our faith and we feel that that plays an important role in, in our relationship and our family relationships. Family is very uh, a central part of our faith mm-hmm. and whether or not people share my same faith or, or have a faith, I would say it's critical and important to find some type of, uh, how do I phrase this? Something greater than yourselves, uh, in, in a relationship, you know, because it's not just for us. We don't just view our marriage as this one-on-one thing, but also we, we obviously involve God in the relationship as well. And so that makes it 
bigger than just us, just the two of us. There's something much bigger that we are working towards in our relationship besides just the here and the now and the, you know, husband and wife till death do us part. We're, mm-hmm. we're working towards uh, something more significant than that. And so that really helps create a, a, a greater perspective for us in, in our relationship. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think what else. You know, just, I, you know, the golden rule, I guess. Yeah. Do a, do a, you know, I, I try my best to, you know, not perfect at it, but I try and try as best I can to overcome selfishness and, and put my wife's um, needs above my own and, and, and have faith and trust that, that she is looking to do the same. And she does. She, she takes care of me and I take care of her and always looking out for her. And um, it's hard, you know, being married to an entrepreneur. She knows that, you know, um, I think for for a lot of uh, whether it's the it's the woman or the man that's the entrepreneur, there are definitely times where they wish that they could be employees. You know, they want the best of both worlds. They want the schedule of an employee, but the freedom of an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it, it just doesn't happen that way a lot of times. And so it, it requires a, a, a tremendous amount of understanding, you know, from from each other, you know, working together. And um, I don't know if that's helpful advice yeah, or not. but For sure. Well, you know, I always wondered when... If you're whatever other religion, you know, I'm a Christian. So if you don't marry somebody that has a similar belief system, and I was telling my wife about that, I was like, how do you, when your kids are young and you're trying to raise them a certain way, you're like, let's bring them to church. And they're like, I don't want my kid going to church. Uh, Right. Okay. That's going to be a problem. Uh, They want to believe this and you don't want to do this. And like, there's going to be a lot of instances in life where how do you treat somebody that treats you wrong? You know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying like if you don't believe in God that you're like, a, you know, I think that's one of those uh, things where like you just think we don't have any morals because we don't live by the Ten Commandments. Like, come on, we have morals. Like, right. but I'm just saying sometimes it's it's easier just to throw rocks at your enemies where, you know, you know, sometimes in Christianity, you're supposed to just kind of turn the other cheek or handle the situation in a different way than you might normally. Work. Yeah, and, and again, what could be some code of conduct or belief or whatever you want to call it, it doesn't necessarily, Yeah, I believe, have to be some, it has to look this way, it has to be this religion, it has to be, be this belief. No, it's got to be what's right for, for them. And, and I'm not advocating uh, absolute relativism by any means. Right. But but at the same token, it, it's understanding that I think it's it's this idea of what resonates between between the the husband and the wife, what resonates for them as far as a bigger, greater purpose, you know, yeah. whatever that might be. It's hard to have these conversations in BPC at the same time sometimes. Right. Like, how do you right. say this and and mean it? Like, it's we're, we're being honest, you know? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Last question. Yeah. All right. Favorite books, blogs, podcasts, and uh, phone apps, for that matter, that you secretly love and that you definitely think other people should read or check out? Cool. Okay, so books... Um, I would say uh, I love uh, Ryan Holiday's book, Perennial Seller. It's a great book talking about how to – and I think every chiropractor should read that and internalize that, honestly, because basically that book is talking about how to build something that's worth building, not just a quick kind of proverbial one-night stand, but instead build a masterpiece with your clinic. Don't just don't just look for cheap, quick shortcuts, but really, truly – Put in the work to build something great, a perennial seller. Um, I would say that is just such a great book loaded with such profound wisdom for chiropractors wanting to build a, a lasting legacy of a practice. Chiro- and anybody, I keep saying chiropractors. I know there's other listeners, but it's the same universe regardless. If you want to build something truly great, that's a great book, Perennial Seller. Uh, his other books are great as well. Russell Brunson, obviously a good friend of mine. I love his books, Dotcom Secrets and Expert Secrets are phenomenal. Those are very highly uh, time-tested tactical, boy, that was a good alliteration right there. Time-tested tactical oh, you did it um, twice. books. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, so I would say that, uh, I would say podcasts. Uh, I like Seth Godin. Um, he's got a new podcast that's coming out. I'm sure it's good. Russell Brunson's podcast is great. Uh, I, I've been listening to, uh, let me see your own podcast. Gotta look on my podcast. I like my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they should be listening to the podcast. Your podcast, of course. Um, let me see here. Jeff Langmaid's got a good podcast, uh, Smart Passive Income with uh, Pat Flynn. He's got a good podcast. John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneur on Fire. That's a good one. Uh, as far as uh, blogs, trying to think. 
you know, I, I kind of have this love-hate relationship with Gary Vaynerchuk, um, and it's not his fault. I like Gary Vaynerchuk, but I feel like he's become so um, – he, he's the king of buzzwords now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody loves to use the, the Gary-isms out there. You know, hustle has become this uh, very it, – it's become a platitude is what it's become, you know. But I, I do. I like I like Gary Vaynerchuk's stuff. I like his his uh, his blog. I like his yeah. Anything he puts out is good. He he has good things to say. As far as apps on my phone, I've been really enjoying Marco Polo. It's yeah. kind of like a yeah yeah. That's a fun fun app uh, to use. Um, I just wished Russell Brunson a happy birthday this morning on Marco Polo. Changed my voice into the chipmunk voice and sang him happy birthday. So that was fun. And uh, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, no, that's that's about it. Man, I hope everybody was paying attention. Put that on repeat. If you're thinking the episode's over, it's just about over. Go ahead and slide it back to zero, zero, zero and re-listen to it because there's so much good information today. How can people get in touch with you, reach out, your programs, all that type of stuff? Yeah, I would say start off, uh, if they're interested in my program itself, they can watch a webinar at chirofunnelsecrets.com. Um, that's a full webinar talking about my three core funnels that I use in my practice. And then, um, if they're interested in learning more about our event, uh, it's going to be opening up for application here in the next couple days. Uh, that would be chirofunnels.com. So either chirofunnelsecrets.com or chirofunnels.com would be the two best places. You said a couple of days, by the time this comes out, it'll be like a month. <laughs> since we've recorded. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be <laughs> April. So, uh, we, today is the eighth. Uh, March 8th for that matter. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, just go on the site if it's still available. If not, you'll have to catch them on the next quarter. But uh, just follow yeah. him on, on Facebook, follow him on all those different areas, and you'll definitely keep in contact with everything that he's uh, he's up to. So People ask a good bit, how do you monetize a podcast? Well, if you have a big enough audience, you can just get advertisers and they just pay you a fee. Other times, you got to get a little creative, like with affiliates. So you recommend a product and then you get a commission. But hopefully you actually enjoy the product that you're recommending. And in this case, I do. So a doctorsperspective.net slash resources, you'll have all this stuff like Blueberry for the hosting. That's what I use. Set for set. They've got these wild steel maces. Well, I don't use that. They do have these power bands and they're great for stretching and mobilizing joints that definitely are locked up mentor box get a book listen to it by the author summarizing the book but also things that they learned since they wrote it as well as a workbook to help you out we got primal doc as a coupon code for primal health bone broth it's paleo autoimmune diet based you got no sugar no soy no no allergies no gluten no dairy and you can save 10 percent off with the primal doc code you got Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels. If you ever wanted .com secrets or expert secrets, if you click that link, you can get the book at a good price as well as help me out. And then underneath that, Amazon, anything that the guests recommend, if you see a hot link, a blue link in the show notes, if you click those and buy one of their books or one of the products, I'll get a little piece of that. And I appreciate it. We have got new t-shirts. We've got a Louisiana theme. It's my home state. So I'm kind of fond of it. We've got a make lemon out of lemonades t-shirt and of course some chiropractic shirts that are uh, tongue-in-cheek but hopefully you guys like them and gals also if you're into lessons learned in china my first book uh, exercises stretches to help with numbness budgeting all that type of thing you can try four chapters free doctorperspective.net slash chapters also acupuncture if you like no needle acupuncture if you like that idea if you always wanted to try it but you don't have one nearby or you just don't have two hours a day to go you know, commuting and getting the treatment and everything. There's something you can do at your house, 30 minutes for a little over a week, and you can see results. Now, a doctorsperspective.net slash NA protocol, as in needless acupuncture. So NA protocol, and you get four chapters for free. These complete with the words and the pictures and how to do it, how, when you should do it, all those types of questions. Anxiety, insomnia, back pain, headaches. So check that out. You'll be forwarded to a page uh, with a video, and all you gotta do is put your email in, and if you don't like the upsell after that, just scroll to the bottom, click no, and then you'll get to the next page to where you can actually download them. Also, if you've looked at doing an acupuncture pin, it's kind of like a TENS unit you would use for your muscles, but it's been modified for stimulating acupuncture points run off of a 9-volt battery. You can go to doctorsperspective.net slash epin, and you can buy that on the website as well. Thank you all so much for 
checking out all these resources. And if you have any questions, please let me know. Uh, rank us five stars, leave a review. Greatly appreciated. As always, if you have any special guests that you would love to hear or a series that you would like, reach out on the top right of the website. You have all the social media icons. Just click the one that's your favorite and connect. We just went hashtag behind the curtain and this episode has come to an end. I hope you got the right dose for your optimal life. Please spread the word about this podcast by telling two friends, sharing on social media, and visit the show notes on a doctorsperspective.net to see all the references from today's guest. A sincere thank you in advance. You've been listening to Dr. Justin Trosclair, giving you a doctor's perspective.